So before jumping into this, I'm letting you guys know this episode went really long, so I'm cutting it into multiple parts that should release over the next two weeks just to break up both the editing process and to make the episodes not excruciatingly long. So this is part one of probably three of Kingdom Hearts part three. Let's just get into this. Welcome back to the Bad Gamecast. This is Jake. <laughs> I'm Jason, I guess. And I this... don't know. Do I have to be? Can I, can I not? Uh, well, we made it this far. You might as well see this one out to the end, man. Uh, uh... <laughs> this time we suffered through Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> Surprisingly released in 2019. <laughs> developed and published by Square Enix, our favorite fucking developers. Other games that came out in 2019, we covered an Anthem. But here's a recent list for... People listening to this the year that it came out, Luigi's Mansion 3, Death Stranding, and Borderlands 3. Okay, okay. So, to give you all some background on this, I played the original Kingdom Hearts when it came out for the PlayStation 2. I played through basically the first level and was like, this is not for me, and stopped playing. That is more time than I've put into Kingdom, or that you put into Kingdom Hearts over me. I've never touched any of them. So let me tell you, going into 3, off the bat, great fucking start. Yeah, so... I knew some of the base concepts of Kingdom Hearts, and that's it. And then I watched a video online about a summary of Kingdom Hearts, which is, like, it makes my brains, my my brains, my brains, they're gone. I'm going to try to give as much background detail as I need to, and not more than that. Okay, so coming into this, um, I have intentionally stayed away from anything Kingdom Hearts related, because I don't care. And, like... Anytime someone would try to explain the story, like, my brain would just shut off, and it was just, like, fucking Charlie Brown, womp, 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 when anybody was talking about King, like, I, I, it is such an incomprehensible nightmare from the outside. I have to imagine it's an incomprehensible nightmare from the inside as well. Yeah, like, spoilers for the episode, yeah. (laughs) No one understands this. Okay, so, like, Kingdom Hearts is about this made-up world in where all of the Disney movies and properties are basically their own planets that you can travel to through space. You, uh, it follows Sora. Uh, Sora is uh. one of the three, like, main children who all come from Destiny Island. You know, Hamfist Island. <laughs> uh, Sora, Kyrie, and Riku. I have questions, but it will wait. <laughs> no, start. What do you want? Okay. If... Those three come from Destiny Island. What about the all the other people that are trapped inside fucking Sora? Where the hell did they come from? Okay, Roxas is fake. Like, he he's a clone of Sora, basically, I think, kind of. Yes, or something. I don't know. Uh, Ventus is from somewhere else. He was one of the three pupils of Ericus, and when... Jason, I'm going to stop you His right there. His dark side... Honest to God, I'm sorry I asked. Vanitas, <laughs> and they get in conflict. Ventus's heart leaves his body. Uh, to hide his heart, his heart stays inside Sora. I just want you to know that he's not reading anything. Like, he's just... Since Sora was a kid. Off the dome on this. 
And his body was hidden in a castle by Aqua. No wonder you look so, so sad. You I, can't unlearn this. Yeah, I'm like, this has taken such a strain on my mind. I don't, I like, I can't, I've stopped being able to speak words properly. <laughs> if you're on stream and you just hear me, like, stutter through the same sentence seven times, that this is why. This game is why. It has broken my capacity for speech. <laughs> I, I fucking get that. Okay, so, um... Right, so your main three characters... Sora's the mainest of the main characters. And in the first couple games, stuff happens. I don't know. You travel from King, from Disney story to Disney story. You do Disney things. Lord knows. Uh, Pete from Goof Troop and Maleficent from Sl Sleeping Beauty. Yep. Are, are like some of the main antagonists in the first game. <laughs> or Maleficent. If... Yeah. I <laughs> But it turns out they're being controlled by evil, even bigger evil, which then at like towards the end of the first game, the reveal organization 13, which is why I think the first game is probably the most well put together because it doesn't lean into this super insane, weird anime Final Fantasy bullshit. But doesn't it because isn't Cloud and Sephiroth in the first one? Yes, which is great. Is it? They're their own characters. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not like it's just Cloud from Final Fantasy. Which then, none of the Final Fantasy characters make it past the first game. Square specifically removed all Final Fantasy ties to Kingdom Hearts. Weird. Which seems like an odd decision. Well, yeah, it isn't like they don't have a deep well of characters that they could potentially pull from. Yeah, and I know people who talk about one of the cool parts of Kingdom Hearts 1 was, like, fighting Sephiroth. Yeah, like, I've seen that battle, and, like, that fight looks fun, because it looks, like, challenging, because, like, Sephiroth's supposed to be a, a pain in the ass. And so it, just, it seems weird to me that they would be like, wait, we have to divide these two franchises instead of having this one, like, Kingdom Hearts as a weird crossover franchise that sits in Nebulous World, because it already kind of does. Yeah. I guess, and for three, it very much feels this way, but I don't haven't played the others. For In terms of three, it feels like they wanted to do that because Final Fantasy is too mature for the audience of Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Kingdom Hearts is written for, like, four-year-olds. No. Yes. You need someone with a short enough attention span that they don't care to understand no, what's I, going on. I, I understand what you're saying. And yeah, like the general tone is uh, fucking baby's day out. Yeah. But written for? No. It's a hot fucking mess. All right. So <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 picks up where Sora attempted to become a Keyblade Master in like two or in Birth by Sleep or 360 bazillion over two days or... Um, <laughs> The Secret Code of Shredder, whatever their games are called. Uh, <laughs> Sora tried to become a Keyblade Master by taking the Ma Mark of Mastery exam, which is not really an exam. It's just more like, hey, do some good stuff, and then we'll decide if you're worth being a Keyblade Master. Sure. In his attempt to be to complete the Mark of Mastery, he gets kidnapped by Xehanort. Xehanort attempts to basically force his heart into Sora, and Sora gets saved at the last minute, but it takes away all of Sora's power. You get straight, like, Metroided. You get to start this new game with none of the powers you've unlocked in previous games. Okay. You were strong, now you're not. Which they intend to remind you all the time. Oh yeah, no, they rub it in Sora's face. Which, like, I'd wondered what had happened, why third game in the series, like, Sora's fucking useless. Mm-hmm. But that makes me wonder, why are Donald and Goofy fucking useless that they've been there the whole time? Oh, they don't bother explaining that one. Because they're Donald and Goofy, shut up. Yeah, uh, the Donald and Goofenstein are just garbage. I'm bad. Anyway, I'm sorry, continue. So, Yen Sid 
I still hate this. Because <laughs> his name is just Disney backwards with a space to make it different. Honest to God, didn't even catch that. That's fucking stupid. Why do you think I called him Walt <laughs> the whole time? I have no, I, I don't know. His man. name's Disney. His name is literally Disney. Is it because and where he's the he's omnipotent from, wizard? He doesn't get a name. He's just the wizard. So they had to come up with some dumb shit. Why didn't they just fucking call him Walt? Why does he have weird bug eyes? So, Yen Sid informs you that Sora has lost the power of waking. I don't know what that means. Uh, it has to do with hearts. Oh, sorry. Okay, so hearts in this world are both figurative and literal hearts. Heart is, like, not just, like, this nebulous concept. It is more like Captain Planet, where heart is a very tangible thing that someone has power over. Well, they almost use it interchangeably like soul. Kind of. Like, there, there's actual, like, light and darkness, and, like, these are real things in the world. When someone's like, their heart's gone to darkness, their, like, heart turns purple and they become evil. It's, like, very literal when they're talking about hearts. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, the power of waking has to do with waking the power of other people's hearts who are uh, split in half. Uh, because... When you remove someone's heart, they become a heartless and a nobody, in theory, kind of. So, their body becomes the heartless and their heart becomes the nobody? I think that's how it works. Something like that. Anyway, when you defeat the heartless, someone's heartless and nobody, or their whatever, they turn back into a regular person. Well, except for when they don't. Yeah, well, this is important because you you don't kill anyone in this game. Even the bad guys at the very end, when you're killing them, you're turning them back into regular people. Well, no, they just get reincarnated. Yes, as normal people. Because you're defeating their, like, heartless version. The bad version of them, I guess. Wait, no, okay. Yeah, so because they're, this is, again, intentionally for children, there's, like, no killing. They write around it in weird obscure ways they're like look you didn't kill this guy you recompleted him seriously they call it that recompleted his face right off yep by beating him a bunch with a stick with a big fucking metal stick until eventually he evaporates and he's totally not dead guys he'll be back which is weird because the bad guys if they're bad and like they turn back into a regular person which one person does this is that they then un they go back to being a bad guy can't they just once they reincarnate go right back to being a bad guy yeah it basically gives them pseudo immortality yeah because i'm pretty sure by the end of the game more than one of them had done that yeah where like they used to be and then they were out being recompleted and then someone came to them and was like hey go again and they're like yeah fuck it why not yeah it it's all the uh, machinations of xehanort oh fuck have to explain Xehanort. Xehanort is an old man. An old Spaniard. With the power to, like, possess people. And travel through time. And travel through time. But he's an old man. His time-traveling self, he did that when he was younger. So there's both Xehanort and young Xehanort. Now, because of the time-travel powers, Xehanort uh, can split his heartless and his heart into his, like, heartless and nobody and still be Xehanort. So there's Xehanort... Young Xehanort, Xemnas, and... Oh, what the fuck is the other one called? Ansem. Because he steals the good guy. Ansem the Wise is the, like, 
opposite of Xehanort, where Ansem was trying to study hearts for goodness, and Xehanort was trying to study hearts for darkness. I thought fucking Aqua and what's-his-fuck's master was the opposite of Xehanort. Yes. Ansem the Wise, uh. I guess, is uh, just another name for Ericus, who is the good goodest guy. Kind of. Maybe. Okay. Ericus is the goodest guy. He's the dude who, like, is literally wreathed in gold when you see him at the end. Mark Hamill. Yeah. Him and Xehanort are the two opposites. They're the chest yeah, yeah. fucks. Oh, oh, but you don't find that out till the end. Yeah. I mean, you get that pretty fucking clearly, but... Yeah. Yeah. It's... it's so, there, there's multiple Xehanort. There's, like, four Xehanorts, and they're recruiting people to the real Organization 13, which is, like, the rebooted version of Organization 13, except using Nintendo's naming schemes. Oh. <laughs> because the new... 3DS is an entirely different system than, like, the 3DS. So if you have a new 3DS, you need to make sure that you're saying it's a new, new 3DS. If it's... Yeah, I, I hate it. Yeah, Organization 13 is just like that. Yeah, the real Organization 13. No, 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 the other one, the real one. The new one. Yes. Perfect. Okay, so uh, I'm going to back up real quick because I really should explain how this game, like, starts. Because we haven't even gotten to the fucking game yet. Yeah, right, so... <laughs> Strap in, folks, you're in for a nightmare. The opening cutscene, this is before the main menu. So this plays every time that you boot up the game. Uh, it sweeps over bizarre pyramid grease. I say grease because everything is that, like, white buildings with colorful tops on it. Yeah, where they're all, like, their own city islands. Yeah, except they're all weird pyramid city islands. And it zooms into the top, like, of one of them, and you see two, like, youngsters. One all in white with dark hair, one all in black with white hair. They're playing chess. Or not chess, but some weird version of chess. Yeah, it's kind of like um some, like, Star Trek 3D chess. Like, you know, it's got weird tears to it and... Mm -hmm. And they're they're just talking about, you know, oh, good move, blah, blah, blah. And here it starts a flashback montage to the previous games. And I really love that they just, like, pulled in-engine shots from the old games. Oh, my God, that looked so fucking shitty. It looks hideous. It's hilarious. And it also runs choppy. <laughs> Like, the clips that they use, like, stutter. Like, what? what is happening? Right, so they, they just assemble this awful, monstrous flashback to be like, hey, remember some of these things that happen? As you get just flashes of Sora fighting other Xehanorts. All the Xehanorts. Infinite Xehanort. Gotta get them Nort. And something, something, they have terrible banter back and forth about oh i'm gonna win oh don't count the power of light out so easily <laughs> yeah yeah so then you finally get to the main menu where it says hey here is uh there's a note in the corner that says before you stream and i had to click on it because i was like what and they're like hey all of this is like intellectual property that you don't own so if you're streaming this, you cannot record any of it or something else. And it, it's freaking weird Disney hyper lawyer bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is such, I mean, it's not uncommon, unfortunately, that companies don't want you to stream or like record parts of their game or like their game entirely, which no one is for. But it's super weird that it's just like this opening cutscene. 
Well, like it, it says that in the corner for like the whole thing, the whole game. They don't want you to stream or record. Oh, really? Yes. Fuck them. That's bullshit. Yeah. Right. They're like, this is all our stuff. Yeah. Which is weird because most companies don't mind that because it's literally free advertising. Yeah. For but them. Disney. Uh, yeah. They don't need it. It's weird. It's like that uh, multi-billion dollar company wants to use their lawyers to enforce uh, everyone and everything. Fuck Disney! Uh, so... <laughs> ah, I was looking for the name of the place. It's uh, Scala Adcop. Calum. Yeah, right. It has a horribly dumb name. Yeah, what is it? It's like Stairway to Heaven, right? Something like that. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> so, you start the game, and then up pops a message that actually goes into much more detail of, hey, you don't own any of this. Also, this first cutscene you're about to watch cannot be recorded or transmitted at all in any way. You're like, what the fuck? What is going to happen here? It's another montage sequence. It's, it's literally just like, here's a bunch of clips from the old games played over music. Yeah, why is there so many fucking montages in the goddamn beginning? Uh, because this game came out 13 years after the last one. Right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, now, and I realized that, you know, having not played any of them coming in fresh to the series of the third game, not a great start already, but they don't, like, all of the montage flashes aren't enough for me to pick up any bit of story. It's just random, bam, 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 bam. Character I've never seen, character I've never seen, character I've never seen. Or, like, shit that's happening that should probably be important over some fucking pop song. Cool. Yeah, if you don't have the relevant, like, not knowledge base for this, it's just weird cutscenes that look bad because, again, they're all literal, like, video clips pulled from the old game. So they look hideous, and you're like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, and it varies wildly in quality depending on what game it is. Yeah, <laughs> because... It is jarring. Despite the fact that the last main series game came out 13 years ago, they've been releasing all those terrible titles I mentioned earlier in between. Lord knows what those are about. So basically... About tree food. You get through that, and then you get to build your own Sora. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, which, to, to be perfectly clear... I have no idea if it changes anything. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You, as Sora, are in, like, this realm of darkness of trying to wake up, and you see three pictures, and you're given the option of stuff. I don't remember what they yeah, are. Yeah, it's like, uh, courage, wisdom, uh, let's say intelligence for shiggles, but something along those lines. Yeah. And you pick one, and then it's like, do you fight... Yeah, then you get another three. Something about strength, or magic, or cunning. Yeah. Okay. And I think uh, early on you said you had another option after that. I thought so, but I honestly don't remember. Yeah, I know I didn't, because I was expecting three, but only got two, and I thought it was weird. But then again, like, I don't know if it made any goddamn difference either. Yeah, right? So, you, you pick your Sora, and then you uh, blast off to the start of the game, as I was saying, is that... Uh, Yen Sid in his uh, horrible fucking model and all the greatness that he brings is telling Sora, well, you failed the mark of mastery. You don't have the power of waking. All your power's been depleted. You suck. Go get strong. And Donald and Goofy look after this schmuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so immediately Donald's like, yeah, why are you so shitty? God, why don't you die, Sora? I fucking love Donald. That is Donald the entire game. Yes, it is. At no point does Donald ever stop riding you like a just every time donald's You're... a fucking best donald barely wants to be there <laughs> no 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 donald wants to be sucking off mickey because that is how they write it and it's super creepy hmm. 
their level of obsession with Mickey is downright creepy. Yeah, it kind of is. Like, both Donald and Goofy are just waiting to give him a rusty trombone as soon as they're back at fucking Kingdom World, wherever the fuck they are. Yeah. As soon as, like, Mickey is mentioned, they're just like, Oh my god, the king? (laughs) (laughs) So, you've got your two compatriots, and you have to go get strong. More cutscenes. This is all done in cutscenes. So it then cuts to your uh, gummy ship, which is... Oh, God, my brain's gonna... Okay, hang on. All right. Is this where you do the gummy ship, or does it just throw you to the next world, and then you do the gummy ship later? (laughs) No, we're back. Okay, no, it it shows you in the gummy ship. You don't actually do any gummy shipping. The gummy ships are... the, The ships that take you between worlds are these weird block ships built out of gummies, I guess... You know, it's like uh, they wanted to say Lego, but they legally couldn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so they're, yeah, just built out of blocks, and you eventually can design your own, but they don't put it in cutscenes, so it's always the same weird red gummy ship. It's always the same in every cutscene, which sucks. Yeah, well, I don't think that they would want to show the ones that people make in cutscenes, because I know, like, because uh, I was playing bits of it with my children, so I had one that, you know... I was fine showing them, and then I also had a giant flying dick because it was funny. And that was for me. Sure. But anyway. And it, it, it goes into the, like, cockpit, and Sora's just like, I don't understand what I'm supposed to be doing. And Donald immediately is just derisive towards you, just like, yeah, you wouldn't because you're a dumbass. And you're like, man, <laughs> he is coming on hard. And Goofy's like, follow your heart. That's what Master Yen Sid always says. And both Sora and Donald are like, he never says that. And Goofy's <laughs> like, my, maybe I just imagined it. And you're like, what is happening? Oh, look, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Sora's like, follow my heart. Okay. And he sticks his keyblade out and a portal opens. They're like, a portal. Maybe we should go through it. And you're like, what the fuck else are we going to do? <laughs> like, seriously? No one has any idea. And Sora just magically opened a portal in space and time. Let's give it a go. I mean, that can't be the first time he's done that, it's right? It's literally not. Okay. <laughs> you fly through the portal and you end up, blomp, uh, in Greece, yeah. I suppose. Uh, you're, you're in Hercules' world. Yeah, shit, what city it doesn't matter but yeah yeah right so immediately <laughs> like historically accurate kingdom hearts yeah <laughs> yeah right <laughs> all the historical accuracy of kingdom hearts well when you get there it's uh, maleficent and pete who's a fucking cat by the way and we didn't talk about this how the fuck is pete a cat and i get it because like fucking the old cartoons it was like pete was the bad guy against mickey who's a fucking mouse so i guess the chicks up doesn't look like a fucking cat whatever anyway um the gang Runs into Maleficent and Pete off the bat. Yeah. Well, are they the first ones you run into, or is it Hades? You see Hades. Um, I think they are, like, those three are talking when the idiot squad rolls up. Okay. But they address Maleficent and Pete first. Yeah. I, I don't remember how it all shakes out. Basically, Maleficent and Pete are, like, we're around looking for a black box, and then they fuck off. Yep. And... Hades is just like, what are you doing here again? I thought I got rid of you last time. Motherfucking James Woods is not having this shit. Seriously, I've been planning this for 13 years! 
it's weird. We're going to have to discuss this. The Disney consistency of this game is very weird. Yeah. See, this this what threw me for a fucking loop. I mean, one of many, but I was under the impression that these sections took place during part of whatever movies they're supposed to be representing. Now, Hercules isn't the first time it's in the series, correct? Almost all of them do. Almost. And that's why it's kind of weird. I don't think that's true for this game. Yeah, it's... So, you show up, and he already says he's faced you once. Hades knows who you are. Yeah, like, because everyone's talking like they're friendly enough. Like, they're not openly antagonistic towards each other. They're like, Hades, what the fuck are you doing, dude? And he's like, mind your business, I'm motherfucking Hades. I'm conquering the world again. And you're like... Oh, okay. And he's like, they're like, we're going to stop you. And he's like, I'm a god, dude. Get fucked. Yeah. And then, you know, he releases the Titans and they like, it. it's that like scene from the movie. And you're like, but what? Remember when you did this before and it didn't work? Now we're just going to do the same thing again? I, I guess. Sure. Sure. But it's okay because Wonder Boy's there. Yeah. So you go, uh, basically you're going to talk to Hercules about being strong again. Well, to be fair, you actually, you go and you beat up one of the Titans and then you go down and you meet Hercules and Hercules is like, oh, hey guys, how's it going? And you call him Herc the whole time and that bothers me for no particular reason. It just does. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Your characters are like, hey Herc, how's it going? And he's like, why are you guys here? And Sora straight up is like, I don't know. So immediately Donald's like, we're here to train you dumbass. <laughs> Because Donald is mean to you the whole time. I fucking love Donald. <laughs> and I don't Sora, understand a fucking word he's saying. But <laughs> and Sora's like, oh, how could I forget? And you're like, this is literally like, well, it's literally like half an hour of cutscenes later. This game is so excruciatingly long. It really is. You then go through the city saving people, I guess. Yeah. Uh, fighting some heartless here and there. Uh, Hercules eventually, um, gives you the information that his strength comes from Meg's vagina. Uh, yeah. Well, they're like, how did you have the strength to jump into a literal whirlpool of death to save Meg? And Hercules is like, I, I don't know. I just did. I, I just fucking did it. Like, I unabashedly just did it. And he leaves out the whole part where, until later, when you're like, oh, right. He's a demigod. Yeah, right, right. His father's fucking Zeus. Yeah, so that's, he's like, wait, the Titans are on Olympus. I gotta go protect my home. And you're like, what does he mean by that? Which, by the way, your characters don't actually put the dots together here. It's not until you get to Mount Olympus that they actually figure it out. Right, and then they remember that, oh, right, he's a demigod. So when he flies off, you see Pete and Maleficent again. They literally show up to drop a single bit of exposition, shit on Sora, and leave. <laughs> like, a portal opens up, Pete and Maleficent walk out, and they're like, oh, these three scrawny uh, bitches. Have we uh, <laughs> have we found the black box yet? And Maleficent's like, Pete, why would you say anything about the black box? They don't know about it. And Sora's like, what black box? And Pete's like, you look really scrawny. Are you weaker than before? And Sora's like, oh. And Maleficent's like, let's get out of here. Portal, they're gone. That was the whole interaction. <laughs> Uh, you left out the part where um, Pegasus takes Meg and I can't think of Danny DeVito's character. Phil. 
Phil, thank you. And it's weird that they show Phil on screen because they didn't get Danny DeVito or even a fucking sound alike, so he just doesn't this, say anything. <laughs> this is the best part about this. They didn't get Danny DeVito. They didn't get someone who sounds like Danny DeVito, so they just cut all of Phil's lines. But they clearly didn't cut the parts of the game where Phil might have had lines, so the camera will just hang on Phil. Like, yeah. it'll be conversation, conversation, camera pans to Phil, and only Phil in frame, and he just looks at the camera... And then they go somewhere else. And you're like, why would you animate that? Cut to Phil. <laughs> Nothing. Good talk, Phil. <laughs> Every time. It's just like, yep, that's Phil. They don't say his name in the game. Not once. They don't, like, talk about him. He's just there. It's super weird. Because they couldn't, like, get Danny DeVito, I guess. And so it's just, oh, it's so bad. Why would you do it that way? Just cut him out of the game. Really? I mean, really. It would have flowed better. Still wouldn't have been good. The dialogue in this whole game is just stilted and weird. Yeah, um, anyway, um, off to Olympus. Yeah, so then you learn your, like, air-walking ability, and you shoot up a mountain. Uh, right. (laughs) Yeah. You get to Olympus, and Hercules is there, and you catch up to him, and you're like, Hercules, what did you mean you gotta protect your home? And he's like, Zeus is my dad, and he runs off, and you're like, (gasps) What? How does this never come up before? I don't understand. I mean, like, he's pretty fucking chill about it, you know? Yeah, I guess. So you go <laughs> up uh, Mount Olympus, and then... <laughs> All I can think of is, my dad owns a dealership. <laughs> <laughs> you get to the top, Hades is there, Titans are there, you beat up the Titans, uh, you break Zeus out of the giant cone of poop. Huh. I mean, I guess, it's like molten rock or something? Yeah, and then it gets frozen, Yeah, so it's just rock, which holds Zeus for some reason. For some reason? <laughs> because as soon as he busts out, he just, like, flexes and lightning bolts shoot everywhere, and everyone immediately loses. Yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> My dude. Was he just, like, in there taking a power nap? I guess. I mean, he's, like, talking shit the whole time, right? He won't win, Hades is like, fucking, dude, you're... Stacked in poop, and Zeus is like, eh, I guess. So then Hades is like, whatever, I'll try again later. Hercules punches him really hard, and he vanishes. He, uh, Team Rocket's blasting off again out of space, right? Yep. Yeah. And, uh, that's, uh, that. Good guys win, yay! Yay! And you learned that Hercules believed in the power of his heart. Also, he's a god. Also, he's a god. You should really try that, Sora. It, Just it, be a god. It worked out way better for Hercules. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And then it, it plays the same, like, Hercules is like, oh, but I choose Meg because, uh, yeah. so much more of this game. Jake, we've only got, like, <laughs> eight more Disney Worlds, 17 more weird bullshit organization, 13 cutscenes, and then a whole mess of other stuff. Oh, my God. Moving right along. Strap in, guys. This is going to be a long one. (laughs) This is going to be a nightmare. (laughs) Okay. So then you get your actually gummy ship and you can pilot it. And there's a whole, whole section of the game that's just flying your ship around, unlocking new parts for your ship, leveling up your ship, which you can build your own ships. And like, what? (laughs) Okay. Uh, Since we're talking about the gummy ships, I want to get this out of the way early. I actually liked this part. I liked 
uh, flying around, like, the exploration's whatever. Um, there isn't a whole lot to do. Like, you're going from A to B, and it takes a really long time because you're in space, so it's a large distance. And there's some shit you can explore. There's little pickups, which are what you use to gain XP for the ship. And then there's combat sections, which are just shooter sections. They're like space invader sections. Yeah, it's just a 3D. And, like, that's okay. And it's, you get, like, two minutes to take out as many enemies as you can. Yeah. And uh, I did find it uh, entertaining to design your own ship, throw extra engines on it so it was faster, throw more guns on it so it was just shooting a crazy amount, make it look weird. Like mine was like this weird hexagonal pattern, but it was also on fire and it looked like it looked like my PlayStation wanted to die every time I got in the ship because it just didn't want to handle it. I mean, this this was genuinely my favorite part of the game. I built the HMS Dread. As I told you, it's named. And it's basically a wedge of guns. I still got to question the HMS. <laughs> Her Majesty's ship. We're in the States! <laughs> no. So, <laughs> the HMS Dread is basically a cockpit with a single engine attached to it, and then a giant wedge of guns. It has more firepower than God himself, and it's painted all black. <laughs> You hold the trigger, it's a literal wall of bullets. I can't remember what color it was at the end. And literally, like, the bosses would just be like, I'm a bot, I'm dead. And by the end, because I did have everything like a spread shot, uh, and then when it came to the bosses, I had everything focus fire, and god, it was so funny to watch those big tanky motherfuckers, and then it's just like, explode. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So I, I puttered around all the time. It was great because I had like no mobility. It was like, Pew. and then I would just pull the trigger down and you just watch everything in front of me just get vaporized. <laughs> well, like by the end, I think I had like six or seven inches on my ship. So I was just hauling ass. Just one. I was like taking off like the design that I'd put into it. And I'm like, no, nah, I could fit in more engines and guns. I don't need all this crap. I did build some amusing ones just for the fun of it. Uh, like I built uh, Gurren Logan. Oh, yes. <laughs> so it's this like two cockpits on top of each other and then the <laughs> fists with drills on the front <laughs> yep yeah i was going for a fastness with my uh, flying dick so yeah uh this is an amusing weird little part of the game that lets you kind of do kind of interesting stuff it's not nearly there isn't nearly enough stuff for do to do for it to be like a actually like good no no there's not but it is such a welcome relief from the rest of the game and there's no exposition. Oh, thank God. Well, there is a uh, brief cut-ins from uh, Chip. Yeah, but it's all just like... Yeah, it's a quick like, uh, hey, we got this. Hey, there's shit available. Yeah, and it's all like the items you're picking up. It's dip, not dip, like, dip, dip, dip. hey, did you know that this guy Let's traveled walk. through time to go get you from the past and bring him forward? And now he's, uh, your past soul is in a secret robot. That comes later. That's a real plot point. <laughs> Holy shit. What the fuck world do you go to next? You go to the dumb city. What's the town? Twilight Town? Twilight Town. You go to Twilight Town. What? You don't immediately go to Twilight Town, do you? Yeah, you do. I guess I have it written down. I could just look at my fucking notes. Because you run in the tri-nerds. Uh, oh my god. Jason, there's so much note here. Yeah. So you go to Twilight Town. There's three characters, I assume, from earlier games. They suck. I hate them. Uh, They're getting attacked by a bunch of Heartless. You beat them up. And then you're like... I feel Roxas deep inside of me because Sora is a rushing nesting doll of other people. He really fucking is. Yeah, no, you're right. You do. But we skipped over the, um, 
the part with uh, Mickey and Riku. Oh. And they start talking about fucking you, Aqua and... You get an entire cutscene, and then I believe you actually fight the fight in here. Like, they let you control Riku. And Riku and Mickey, because Riku passed his Mark of Mastery exam. By the way, in, I think, the first game, maybe the second game, don't remember. At one point, Riku is turned evil. And then you defeat him with power of friendship, and he comes back to being a good guy. So Riku is one of the other three kids from Hamfist Island. And <laughs> he is, he passed his Mark of Mastery exam, so he is technically a Keyblade, Keyblade Master, which allows him and Mickey to go into the realm of darkness, wielding their Keyblade because that's the only thing that protects you there. Yes. Okay. Because they're looking for Aqua, a Keyblade Master who trained under Ericus, who is lost in the realm of darkness. As I'm looking at my notes. All right. Uh, you head off to the mysterious tower. You meet up with a wizard who talks shit to Sora. Then Mickey and Riku show up. Mickey looks weird as fuck. They talk about Aqua is gone. Who the fuck is Terra? Riku is Sora, right? How are they both here? If they high-five, do they time cop together? This is how my notes go. It's just this weird stream of conscious. What the fuck is happening? Right. So, <laughs> Mickey looks horrendous, and a lot of the characters here really don't look good. Especially the 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 main characters in their Final Fantasy-ness look fine. By the standard of this is how they're supposed to look, almost all of the Disney characters look off. The only one I had an issue with was Mickey. Oh, no. And it was the way that his eyes were done, where it's a giant eyeball set back from his face with a clear indentation of his eyelids, which are like a slider. And his are the only ones that are like that. I mean, again, Sid looks weird as shit, but mostly (laughs) just because of his weird bug eyes. A lot of their eyes are kind of weird. They're either like too far forward or back because they're not like part of their skull. They're just like rendered by themselves. And it's odd. It is weird. Um, I do want to take a quick stop and say that the dialogue at to this point is so cringy and horrible it makes you want to die. Uh, Riku and Mickey share a heartfelt moment in the world of darkness that is only what I could describe as ridiculous. Uh, this is where Riku talks about, he's like, he stops and Mickey's like, what? And Riku's like, I just remembered a memory. And Mickey's like, <laughs> oh, was it a good memory? Oh. And Riku responds, I can't tell you. Mickey is just like, well, that sounds like a great memory. We should continue. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? Is that better in Japanese? (laughs) What? What? What is this? So that, that, like, that just happens. That happens to you. And you don't, you never get resolution on that. Why did they do this? It's, it's so bad. Is that when he finds a keyblade and just like some old discarded keyblade and he says he's going to leave it there for the other me? Oh, yeah. I mean, that happens after. Oh, my God. And you're just like, none of... What is... What are you doing? Why? Why? Why any of this? So, after that fun interlude, we were at Twilight Town. Why the fuck do you go to Twilight Town? You literally don't know. That Sora's exact reasoning is, we haven't been here in a while. Yep. Sora cascades his way through this game with literally no ambition or direction and just kind of keeps falling forwards. Well, I assume it's because he sees dead people. They tell him where to go. Yeah, probably. Sora is incompetent and full of other people. And that's his that's his whole goal. Oh, I was referring to his voice actor. I don't know what other shit Haley Joel Osment's been in. I don't know <laughs> either. Anywho. I guess besides Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> So you go to Twilight Town, you meet up with three chuckle fucks, the pudgy one, the athletic one, and the girl. Yeah, Inky, Blinky, and Mo. Yeah. And you save them from some more Heartless. They're like, thanks, man. And you're like, I gotta find Roxas. Wait, no, this is where the nobody show up, right? Yeah, the squigglies. Yeah. 
and you beat them up and then yeah you're like i gotta find roxas and they're like what's a roxas and you're like you were friends with him in this other fake reality and they're like then we should be friends with him in this reality we'll help you find roxas oh god right because you have a picture of them all together yes and they're like well that's no way that that's fake he must be friend then yeah this is the only picture we have to prove that we were friends and we're friends now you have never met this man <laughs> friends <laughs> what the fuck so you go to the old mansion it's abandoned and haunted no one goes there so you go to the old mansion and oh it's the haunted mansion i didn't get that uh... on your way there you stop in a forest and there's a mouse fuck you <laughs> just, i fucking <laughs> you'll never guess it's everyone's favorite mouse from the mouse movie. Speaking of voice actors, they couldn't get back. So you 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 the you kill a bunch of heartless, and then he's all like waves his arms and grabs Sora's hair and pilots him like a robot, and makes you pick up a bunch of food. Thankfully, they don't force you to do this. It just happens in cutscene, and then you're like, "Great, bye. Gotta go to the haunted mansion." You go to the haunted mansion. Uh, you find a giant machine that's like full of data from the other universe and you get a call from oh what the fuck is his name the dude with the super swooshy hair neckerchief yeah yeah no idea what his name is all right he's got like crazy long hair that he always styles over his face because he's from like the mid-2000s he looks like he listens to the smiths yeah but he's pretty and he starts talking to sora about the data that ansem the wise hid inside sora and how they're decoding it, and how it shows that Sora's special because he can contain multiple hearts. And he's going to help them unlock the machine in the mansion, because that might have data on the alternate universe that gives them some more insight into Ansem's code. Now, I have questions. Okay, shoot. Uh, the fuck is data? Does this ever actually pay off, or did I just tune it out? What other universe? How many people are really inside Sora? Because I the last tally was like three, but I think it goes up every time anybody fucking asks about it. Okay, the answer is three. There's three people inside Sora, but there could be as many people as you want inside Sora at any time. <laughs> when we talk about data, we talk about... Oh, God! That feels right. <laughs> <laughs> when we talk about Dana's slight aneurysm. <laughs> the, the, the evil people, Organization 13, have found a way to recreate worlds just out of data, right? They're simulations. These uh, simulations okay. count okay. as real worlds. Roxas is from, like, one of these simulations, I think, kind of. Or is in one, or was in one. There's a whole... One of the side games, right? Because they've released, like, eight games. One of them, uh, the Codebreaker one, uh, I'm never going to call it what it's at. It's is that King the card game one? Kingdom Hearts Recoded, I think, is actually its official title. Yeah, yeah. And is actually entirely in a digital world you <gasps> it's digimon yes as a digital copy of sora play through your memories in jiminy's journal to find corruptions and secrets hidden in there and when you do they regular world people figure out that the heart hearts can exist both digitally and in the real world because Sora's heart transcends time and space and numbers. Oh god. Oh god. Okay. Uh, the microphone's not going to pick me up uh, scowling into it, but I'm just going to let that one go. Well, how come uh, we haven't mentioned that Jiminy's there? Does he live in Sora's hair? Yes. Okay. 
Asked and answered, thank you. <laughs> yep, he lives in Sora's hair. He takes notes the entire time. He's He is your journal keeper, and um, that's it. Well, like moral compass from time to time. Not that Sora, fucking idiot, needs moral compass, but he's always around. Yep, okay. Then you go back to town. Back to town where you run into uh, Scrooge McDuck and Little Chef. Yeah, and they opened a bistro, and they'll cook for you anytime. Oh, right. They wouldn't call him Remy because nobody speaks Mouse or Rad, so they don't know what his name is. Yes. So it's Little Chef. Well, that's what, um, I can't think of the fucking dude in the movie's name. But anyway, that's what he calls him. Sure. Oh, man, that's going to drive me crazy. Yeah, he is a bistro. There's there's a whole food sex component of the game. Hold on, where's Twilight Town? Uh, no, Twilight Town is a world that is non-Disney affiliated. It's a actual world. But Little Chef is from France. Yes, and Scrooge McDuck is from his own Duckverse. Right. Twilight Town Connect is one of the places that is its own. It connects multiple universes. Well, I assume uh, Mickey, Which, Scrooge, and Donald and Goofy are all from the same universe. Yeah. Makes you wonder why some... Pe- it's like you're the advanced alien race and you can go from planet to planet, but the the people on the planets, aka Disney movies, can't. So therefore, Remy the Mouse is a high enough advanced civilization <laughs> that he can leave his own planet oh okay but we haven't gotten to him yet but what about frozen and tangled because they take place in the same universe do they yeah do they they do do they again yes why do you have this disney knowledge children why do you have this disney knowledge the fucking uh, girls that i have we watch a lot of fucking disney movies <laughs> i don't believe you oh man oh man when we get to Frozen, I will talk about uh, the fucking nom flashbacks I had on that one. But <laughs> but we're through world number two right now. Not even. Yeah, I know. And so we just, I, I does anything else happen here before uh, you unlock the food mini stuff? Yeah, no, uh, it's the food buff bullshit and it makes you collect ingredients. Yep. But no, this is the last thing you do before you fuck off okay, to the next so place. The food sub thing, I'm going to talk about this real quick because I don't believe either of us ever did it. No. You can collect ingredients all throughout every world. There's And Donald and Goofenstein will fucking remind you, this looks like a great place to find some ingredients. Every time. Every time. You collect ingredients and it's just, it's food ingredients. You collect butter and porcinis and fish and this and that and like you can assemble these ingredients send them off to little chef he'll make food for you food is a temporary buff you can set like whole meals which give you better bonuses and i never touched them i would uh because it makes you make a dish uh as soon as you're done collecting for little chef so i did like i finished out whatever ingredients that i had I abhor temporary buffs in anything. I feel like it's a waste of my own time. Uh, especially, and we can get to it at the end with the combat, I didn't feel that I needed any buffs at any point. And so I, I never bothered with it. I mean, that's a huge part of it, is that I don't hate most temporary buffs if they're relevant. I can say the Witcher 3, there's like certain oils and poisons that you can use to like coat your sword for the next however long and you'll get bonus damage versus like werewolves. Yeah, that's super fucking useful because it gives you like double damage versus werewolves when you're in like a werewolf quest. Well, like I've put, we've put way too much time into Monster Hunter that I'm not going to say that like I'm totally against the idea, but I fucking, 
I hate like uh, and even in Monster Hunter, like it bothers me where like I get to chug a potion and then for five minutes I have increased strength or health. And that's a different because I find that one fun and entertaining and I didn't care about a five or ten percent increase to my defense when nothing hit me that hard anyway. Yeah, the game is incredibly easy, but more on that later because we've still got story to get through. Oh boy. Next is Toy Box. That's Toy Story. We're going to Toy Story. Hooray. Toy Story. Toy Story. You fly to Toy Story and you show up. They're fighting some Heartless. You beat the Heartless for them. They have Woody is almost right. Almost. So here's an interesting thing. Because of all these Disney properties, some of the voice acting is not right. And some of the times that's not an issue. Some of the times it's incredibly distracting. Phil, for example, because they just cut all of his lines, even if he did, like, it, it's super distracting because it's really awkward. Okay, well... Uh... But, so, I I have in my notes where Hercules and Meg don't sound right. They don't. But, that's because that movie came out, what, 20, 30 years ago? Yeah. It's the same voice actors, they're just older. Yeah. And, like, James Woods still sounds like James Woods. Absolutely. So, I found Hercules to be fine other than Phil. That was a mistake. I didn't have a huge issue with Hercules area. But you have uh, stand-ins for Buzz and Woody. Yes. But Ham and Rex are the voice actors. Ham and Rex are the voice actors, so Ham and Rex are fine. The stand-in for Woody is... Oh, what's his name? Oh, um... Because he's his brother. Yeah, shit. I don't remember what the guy's name is. Anyway. Oh. Yeah, it's something Hanks. Yeah, it, it's... I can't remember his name. Something Hanks. He's Tom's brother. So he's almost right. It's, it's a bit odd. And then Buzz is some dude who's not right, and it is weird. Yeah, it, it is. Buzz the whole time throws you at me off. Like, Buzz starts talking, I'm like, what is happening? Why is happening? Now, I will say, because when you get to the different worlds, uh, your appearance changes to better blend in with your surroundings because you can't let all of these worlds know magic's a thing, even though they have no problem just pulling off bullshit magic in front of people. Hey, that's whatever. It's not even that, like, you can't let them know that magic's a thing, right? Well, I, I magic's don't... fine. You can't let them know that the universe exists as large. It's straight-up Prime Directive bullshit. It is Star Trek. We are not allowed to interfere with the actions of this world. Is that what it is? Because yes. I thought you were looking for, like, the fucking Seven Hearts or something, which would require the people from these fucking planets, but... You just need to gather them, but not actually tell them about it? When fucking Organization 13's running around having no problem filling people in? Or I guess they don't either, right? Like, they're just trying to corrupt people, but they're, like, vague about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, whatever. But when you get on into the toy box, um, everyone's appearance changes to, like, toy versions. Yeah. Which I thought was done really well, and this is important later. Yeah, you're all Lego-fied, and it's... I mean, it as a... Dumb explanation. It's kind of amusing that you blend into each area and your Lego-fied versions look like toys. Yeah. Great. Uh, Rex mistakes you for another toy. Oh, sorry. When you go to Toy Box, it straight up rolls an advertisement. Yes. Yeah. This... This made me so fucking mad because I didn't realize it was in-game because, you know, you got to be connected to the fucking internet. So I just thought it started rolling a fucking ad. Same. Are you fucking kidding me? But it plays this uh, ad for some uh, super Final Fantasy looking game that exists in world about fighting an anime protags, giant robots, something, something, whatever. Real talk. I'm not sure if that's an actual game or not. No, I I don't think it's an actual game. I think it is. Oh, is it? Like, I'm pretty sure that's actually an advertisement for a Square Enix game. Oh, it, it, if it's a game, it's got to be Square Enix. But either way, they have that in-world, 
because uh, Buzz, or not Buzz, uh, Rex is all about it. Yes, and mistakes you for the character from that game. Even though you don't really look like him. No, but, I mean, Square Enix Protag gonna Square Enix Protag. Anime face, spiky hair, go? Yep. Well, they can't all be Saitama, right? I mean, it, it would be better. There'd be a lot less dialogue. You basically have to win over... Uh, Woody and Buzz reveal that half of the toys, Andy and all the people vanished. And they've been waiting in Andy's room for like three days. And this all started down at the toy store or something, something, something. You leave Andy's house, you go down to the toy store, and you meet... I do not remember which person... Which organization person is where so we're not even gonna try and i don't know i i may or may not have it written down um i'm not looking at my notes because i'm just gonna get lost on where we are and then like trying to find my place in my random ass uncollected notes and everyone is all fucking long black coat giant fucking zipper i I don't know like they barely have different personalities there's the the lady one there's um fucking axley who's uh, fucking we can get to that thirsty bitch later there's the stupid one with the uh giant guitar thing yeah who does nothing the entire game love that guy as they're literally talking about how you suck at everything why are you even here and he's like i don't know they benched me and you're like why is this happening to me why do i need this conversation in my life yeah where he's like he's not even salty about it like he doesn't care yeah which is and you're just like why are you even on their side he's like i don't know they wanted me to be a bad guy so i'll be a bad guy well, like, doesn't the lady say later on, uh, whose name I can't think of, where she's like, um, she's like, she doesn't really care about what they're trying to do. She's, uh, somebody else busted out where it's like, oh, you're just here because of him. And she's like, shut up. Yeah. And you're just like, but do you know, his plan is like to blow up the world, right? Xehanort's plan is to remake the universe. Hold on. Kind of. Let's get, let's, we'll cover that when we get to the end. Cause I have some thoughts, but toy box, we're at the store. Yeah, you go to the store, you meet up with one of the members of Organization 13. They cast Sora into the video game that you are mistaken from, and... Well, you get giant fighting robot tutorial before then. Yeah, and you do giant fighting robots. It's all dumb. You do a bunch of dumb shit. You fight some things. (laughs) You save Rex. You save Pig. You save army soldiers. You save Rex again. Uh, you crawl through some vents. You fight. What's the final boss in this one? Oh, the uh, spaceship thing where you're around on the uh, playmat. Sure. It makes the city. You got to jump on top of it and then smack it in the cockpit. I don't remember this at all. The correct oh, way to go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I remember. That thing, it, I mean, it's a joke. Everything's a joke. <laughs> it's not a funny one. Nope. <sighs> so you beat that, and then Woody, uh, because Buzz gets corrupted by darkness, so that's you're fighting this giant spaceship to free buzz from his darkness oh okay this whole time you show up buzz doesn't trust you guys because you just fucking show up out of nowhere and what is like hey you fought the dudes that were attacking us so we must be friends fucking right on guys buzz has an about face five minutes later where woody's like buzz chill out and buzz is like nah, i guess you guys are all right we're fucking friends now but it always is kind of looming there until the end where yeah it's suddenly fucking evil and then uh he gets snapped out of it when woody's like buzz chill the fuck out and he stomps his foot and the darkness disappears and buzz is like oh yeah right actually yeah. that whole scene is uh, abridged and shitty as i just said it i i really like that scene just because i like woody sure i mean it's just the continued <laughs> the, the 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 story the is is that sora learns everywhere that like hearts and friendship are good darkness is bad he learns that eight times in a row and it's garbage <laughs> Well, he also learns that friendship is magic, and 
The fifth element is love, and the real power was in you the whole time. And to hit people with teacups. And fucking teacups, man. Yeah, uh, one of the big things in combat for the... We'll get to that later. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, so we're through Toy Box. Next up, Tangled? Sounds right, right. yeah. yeah. You go to Tangled. This is where you get some interesting stuff because it just plays parts of the movie. And for the newer ones, they just do that where they just straight up play clips from the movie. Uh, We left out the surprise cactar in uh, Toy Box. Oh, yeah. Yeah, It's not important. Not dealing with that ish. Um, So Tangled was my favorite one. Because Rapunzel cracked my shit up. Just her writing. Not not the, any of the other characters here. Just Rapunzel was funny. Nope. This world had the dancing minigame. I'm out. Ooh, yeah, it did. <laughs> Each place has its own gimmick. Toy Box has these mechs. And the, you do a whole mech fighting section. There's multiple mech fighting sections. In Tangled, you do, you do the same thing you do everywhere. It, you show up. There it's clips from Tangled and then bad guy shows up and is like I'm a threaten you and you beat up more heartless and more squigglies what are they called nobodies and then you go do a weird mini game in this case you go to the town square and you perform a dance off yeah yeah uh, this one follows along with the movie it's just that as Flynn is escaping from Max and the guards that are chasing him he runs into a bunch of nobodies when Sora shows up with Donald and Gooby or whatever and he's like um well Sora tells him that he can run they'll fight him he runs off to the tower cue the whole movie thing where Rapunzel has him tangled up they fuck off out of the tower only um sora donald and goofy show up to the tower right as they're coming down and it's the first time she's ever been outside and it cuts back and forth between her being jubilant at being outside and running around to incredibly depressed that her mom's gonna be sad and it just like cuts back and forth every three seconds and god that was funny that that worked for me oh man and then at the end of the cutscene, she's like everything sucks and Sora's like maybe it's not so bad and she's like who are you despite the fact that you've already met no Flynn, no you, you she's just fucking yes, running you around. haven't met you can't see the air quotes flynn says he has three accomplices that are going to come with them and then you're in like all of the cutscenes of her running around. See, and I thought that was hilarious that they're standing there the whole time and she doesn't even notice them. And somehow she's like, "Who the fuck are you?" And Flynn's like, "My three accomplices. I said I had. That's these guys." Yeah. So even with this, it follows along where they make their way to the town. While they're off, Gothel comes back to the tower, realizes Rapunzel's gone, and then uh, Organization 13 member, whose name doesn't matter, shows up and be like, uh, I can help you find her evil shit, which is yeah. weird because she's already evil. Well, because well, she's not really evil. She's just trying to keep herself alive. Yeah. And the Organization 13 member uh, basically the whole shows up to you and is like, yeah, yo, keep Rapunzel safe. And you're like, what? And they're like, we need her magic powers. Keep her safe. Bye. Okay. So you go to the town square, you do the dancing minigame, it's miserable. Dance! Rapunzel and Flynn are headed, like, back. They see the lanterns in the sky, and then Flynn gets beat up, put on a boat, and shoved into the ocean. And Rapunzel's like, what's going on? And the Organization 13 member's like, look at Flynn, he's leaving you, he hates you. And then... Was well, uh, that when Gothel shows back up? That's when Gothel like, shows back which up. Which is like, like, right out of the movie too, right? Yeah, and it's like, we have to go get back to the tower. Why would you do this? You get nap-timed. I don't know, the Organization member just like, boop, puts Sora to sleep. 
Yeah. Flynn this happens a lot. Flynn shows back up. Yeah. And his amnesia. My god, his amnesia gets brought up every seven seconds. By the way, Sora has amnesia. He just forgets, like, everything. Honestly, I just thought he was stupid. Because, like, you know, I think about half of the organization members are like, Sora! And he's like, who are you? And they're like, you wouldn't remember. Right, isn't that because at some point he was evil and I assume they wiped his mind? Something so, like, like that. Yeah. Uh, well, he wasn't evil. An evil version of Kyrie Namine. Shut the fuck up. What are you even talking about? <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> yeah, so his memory's all, like, jorbled, I guess. <laughs> That's when Flynn and Max is the horse? Yeah. Max show up, and Donald and Goofy can't figure out how to wake Sora up, and Flynn's like, Max, lick his face, and that wakes Sora up. Yeah. And you're like, man, Donald and Goofy suck. Neither of them wanted to lick his face. Neither of them could wake up someone who's sleeping as deeply as, if you lick him, he wakes up. Have you ever been licked by a horse? Man, that checks out. Yeah, you ever been slapped? Do not think for a second that Donald would not have slapped Sora across the face. Yeah. Just been like, bap, get up. (laughs) Wake up, bitch. (laughs) But they couldn't figure that out. Instead, they were like, just, what if we say his name a lot? What if, like a sleeping infant, you just grabbed him by the shoulders and shook as hard as possible? <laughs> Pile driver. <laughs> Stone Cold Stunner? German suplex? RKO out of nowhere? <laughs> <laughs> Frog splash? Anyway, so Sora wakes up and then a lot of you go back to Rapunzel's tower where... <laughs> Off the top rope! <laughs> you, uh, it plays more clips from just the fucking movie. Yeah. Like, Flynn's tied up. He gets stabbed. Gothel shanks a bitch. Yeah, and Punzel's like, fine, I'll stay in the tower. Just let me save him with my magic hair. Well, yeah, her plan is to now run away since people know about Rapunzel or something. And she will fuck off with Gothel forever and keep her young using her magic hair. She doesn't give a shit so long as she can save Flynn. Yeah, and Flynn's like, nope. Yeah, as he's laying there bleeding, it's what, a piece of broken mirror? Mirror, yeah. Yeah, and she leans over to do the little uh, magic song. Yep. To heal him, he cuts her hair off. Just like the movie. Just like the movie. Uh, and then uh, Gothel starts getting all old suddenly out of nowhere, which is strange, but I thought it was weird in the movie, too. And then she falls out a window and dustifies the way down. Yeah, she's straight... Uh, what's uh, the Last Crusade? Drink from the wrong goblet? Yeah, she kind of does. <laughs> <laughs> she just, she like, chose poorly. <laughs> yeah, she chooses poorly. Like... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and so as her cloak is floating down on the ground, Organization 13 member is like, well, we can't have that. And summons a giant monster for you to fight. That's it. Like, it's not related. Yeah, like, I didn't get that. Like, was it using her gross dust or, like, the cloak or something? Or I don't just... I don't know. It's completely unrelated. Yeah, because it's this weird tree thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and you just beat it to death, and then cut back to the movie, Rapunzel cries, and it heals Flynn, and everything's great. We did it! We got through another zone. Woo! Okay, so then... Then... Uh, what's after that one? Uh, is this one Monsters, Inc.? Yes. Monsters, Inc. So, uh, in terms of the, like magic that hides you you look exactly normal in this one in not monsters inc in rapunzel yeah it doesn't change anything which i find funny 
every time that nothing changes and Donald and Goofy are there. And I'm like, I don't know, that three foot tall talking duck seems a bit out of place. Yeah, right? <laughs> and like, that really fucking sticks out in like Pirates of the Goddamn Caribbean. But at least I can buy it in fucking uh, Tangled where there's because like magic Max, and shit. Right? Yeah, yeah, fucking Max. Like, everyone's okay with a sentient horror. Sure, he doesn't talk, but hey, that's whatever. Yeah, so it's not that far of a leap, but... By the way, Pirates of the Caribbean is one of these places, and there's a three-foot-tall talking dog. Yeah, and that's just fu- Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, like, whatever. We'll fucking get there. <laughs> so, because you get to Monsters, Inc., and boy, oh, boy, are you uh, monsters, I guess. Okay. Oh, man. So, uh, Donald looks weird, but he's like a Cyclops monster version of Donald. Fine. Goofy. Zero fucking problem with because Goofy looks like some weird Goofy monster. Great. For Soda Sora, it's just fucking gross. <laughs> he looks he looks like um yeah, that that's basically it. He looks like Fursona fanfic of Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. He's got a weird stubby tail and like I don't know if it's supposed to be a horn or a hair that swooshes over his face. Well it's like because it doesn't weird, move. like, furry kind of cat face, but it's, like, almost like a fish fin, yeah, like, it hair. Like a piece of coral. Yeah. And it's bad. And uh, speaking of voice actors they didn't get, hey, Billy Crystal, John Goodman, mm. Mike and Sully look awful. Yes. And this is, like, some of the characters just look really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, even fucking Boo. Like, Boo does not look good. Yeah, Monsters, Inc. as a whole just is off. It's all off. It's very bad. You, Boo is there. You show up and they're like, we got to get Boo home. And that's the whole thing. That's it. Like, you, your whole goal, the entire Monsters, Inc. is to get Boo home. Yeah. Uh, Sully runs the company. Uh, yeah. So, like, th- this is another one. This happens post Monsters, Inc. Yes. Sully is already the CEO. They run on laugh power. And Randall was thrown through a door, but because they needed a villain and they weren't going to create a villain, which I don't know why they couldn't. Because yeah, it isn't like they don't do that later. Yeah. They bring Randall back, which to be fair, uh, that just works. Like in, in canon, I don't know why they think throwing someone through a door will get rid of them. Well, because he goes through the door and it's like, oh, look, a gator. We can make a handbag out of him, right? Yeah. So it's like, haha, Randall's dead now. That's the joke, which is admittedly dark. But it makes sense for his character that he would want to seek revenge. But every time you see him, his goal is to get rid of Sully and then become the CEO, which it, is weird. It's it's super weird that like his goal is to make Monsters, Inc. the most profitable company of all time. He He's like capitalism the enemy but also isn't it already because like they switched to laughter which is a whole lot more efficient and in fact that was one of the major plot points of the movie and they double down on that in this section of the game yeah that laughter is so much more potent than screams which then really makes you wonder if randall actually like wanted to run the company he would recognize that yeah it's it's a mess uh the fun side quest in this one because you know i said everything has its own uh unique garbage is that there's sections of the game where you need to power up doors to do that you get you have to fill boo's laughometer which is just waves of enemies yeah, it's just waves of enemies it's really poorly executed see i was gonna say it was the stupid ass rail sections oh no but those show up elsewhere so like 
This is where they introduce rail sections, but Big Hero 6 has plenty of those. Yeah, it does. Yep, so you go through, like, the whole building. Things are on fire uh, because the Heartless are invading. I don't even remember what the organization member there was doing. Uh, something about... Because they're there to, like, corrupt one of the seven hearts, which is why you go to these seven worlds. But I wasn't sure who it was he was trying to corrupt here. Like, because I wasn't... It's not Boo, but it's not really, like, Mike or Sully either because they don't interact with them. Like, no. they're just fucking with Randall the whole time. Yeah. And it ain't Randall. No. They're, they're, but they're giving Randall weird stuff. Although they do have a pretty good speech at some point about... um where Mike and Sully are talking about to the organization member about how they're good now and it's changed and the uh, organization 13 member is like look around you like this one's still filled with screams what are you talking about you're forgetting where you've been only focusing on where you are this is all nightmare fuel my man <laughs> yeah is it a different organization member at one point because then at the end of this world uh Vanita shows up the old uh weird muscle bound uh, motorcycle helmet dude yeah, ugh, fuck that guy. Yeah, and he... No, it's him the whole time, I thought. Is it? I don't remember. Anyway, he shows up and he's like, yo, Ventus's heart is inside of you, Sora, and I'm gonna tear it out of you. And then he beats you up and then Sully grabs him and throws him through a door. Oh, I fucking love this. And then grabs that door and throws it through a door. And then grabs that door and throws it through a door. And then grabs that door and throws it through a door. And grabs that door and shreds it. That was so fucking funny because fucking <laughs> Sully just picks him up and woof, gone. The door. Another door. Grabs the door. Through another door. Bam, door. Bam, door. It was Which an is... amusing sequence to watch and then as I thought about it, I was like, that was the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, no. Like, it's fucking... Functionally useless because they teleport. Because they teleport. <laughs> like, it's not like throwing a door into another door. is like throwing a bag of holding into another bag of holding, which is great. In your next D&D campaign, just do that. See what happens. Doesn't everything go away? It explodes? Uh, no, well, it kind of. It implodes uh, into a gate into the astral plane and pulls everything in. <laughs> <laughs> a one-way gate to the yeah, astral plane. Yeah. yeah. So just do that. Just see what happens. Just be done with it. You can suicide your bomb way you're with, with people if you really need to. <laughs> In fact, if you know the spell gate, it's not even a suicide bomb. <laughs> you just run up, do that to the enemy, and then just plane shift. I'm back, guys. Where's the enemy? <laughs> They're not coming back. <laughs> Bag of holding. Ultimate weapon. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And, uh, nukes your enemies. Destroys liches. What can't they do? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Hold the oh shit. So that's where you're revealed that Ventus's heart is also inside Sora. Cool. Sora, the heart keeper. Uh, but then, yeah, Vanitas gets chucked, which is then uh, additionally irrelevant because Organization 13 members can just teleport wherever they want all the time. Yeah. Like, you can throw them through a door. And I really wish that by the time Sully had finished throwing that last Thor, he had just re-teleported back into the area and was like, dude, what? I kind of wanted to, like, he's just standing behind him. <laughs> yeah, just like, mm. This, uh, right here kind of showcases one of my issues with all of the characters in the game. Sora is repeatedly knocked out or just straight up pwned on, mm -hmm. right? He's garbage. Yeah. and When like, you're and not controlling him, he's garbage. Yeah, no, he, he's fucking useless. And I, and I, I get that. And for the cutscenes to build tension, I guess you, you have to have that. But you don't show any of the protag characters doing anything proactive either. Like Sully does right here where he just fucking yeets this bitch through a door. Every time one of the organization members shows up, they're like fucking crazy magic time. And then they all fly off. But they never do that to them. Yeah. 
But then it's just like uh, you literally punch the shit out of them. So it it, it the also, balance always felt weird to me there. Yeah, and the organization members, I don't know how any of their stuff works because half the times they'll just like, I can summon a bunch of enemies and teleport and do all this stuff. And you're like, how is this even a challenge? You should be stomping us into the dirt right now. Yeah. Why don't you just teleport five of your members here and beat Sora to death? Yeah. I don't understand. Or and it's like, oh, here's a wind and you're three miles away now, which they do. Yeah. Or, uh, like, <laughs> fucking sudden, uh, here's a goddamn ice labyrinth. Have fun, fucker. What? Sometimes they decide to actively impede your progress. And other times they're like, man, eh, Sora should beat us. Or sometimes you're like, hey, Sora, coma time. 99, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> cool. Why didn't you just throw him into that lake afterwards? Why didn't you just fucking throw him in Mount Goddamn Doom or whatever? <laughs> Well, because they needed the thir- seven pieces of light to go with their 13 pieces of dark to form the keyblade. That's going to kill me. The keyblade because it's the, the yeah, no, key I'm... symbol. Not yeah. the keyblade because it's a key. It is also a key. It's actually two keys. And it unlocks Kingdom Hearts. Except that it's not a fucking blade. Why do they call it that? But it's the keyblade. And I am now dead. All right. <laughs> so, ghost time. And I think that's a good place to wrap up part one. There is still way too much to go. And I hope you look forward to that next time.